I'm Fred Eichler, and welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast, brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. And we are in the middle of the crazy action. We've had so much going on this week. I've had baby horses. We had a, another little filly born the other day. We've got clients in. I've got guys here from Remington. I've got guys here from OSG, Outdoor Sportsman's Group. And me and the other guides are running absolutely crazy. But you talk about fun. It's been an incredible season. But I want to talk and share a, a guest that I have with me today. And his name's Christian, super nice guy. And uh, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last few days. He works with Remington. And Christian, thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me, Fred. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's really cool because, and, you know, I try to explain this to people all the time. I feel so fortunate because I grew up like you and like a lot of guys reading all these awesome magazines about people I looked up to. And, you know, whether it was Fred Bear or Elmer Keith or, you know, O'Connor, whoever it was in the hunting industry. And I was so passionate about both the outdoors and hunting. And, you know, I would even throw James Audubon in that mix and ton of other, you know what I mean, people, conservationists. I was, uh, you know, uh, I like to think I'm well-read, and I read everything I could get my hands on yep. that had to do with the outdoors or, or hunting. So for me, I guess I never dreamed as a little kid that I would be sitting here talking to a guy that's a marketing director for Remington. <laughs> this is cool for you me. You make it sound so special. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's, it's so fun. This is And this is probably one of the things that I enjoy most about guiding and outfitting. And so I was excited to do a podcast. I had a lot of people talking about it. I listened to them once in a while. Yep. But I had a lot of people say, Fred, you know, you get to meet some really cool people in the industry. And why don't you sit down and talk to them and – you know, I have a lot of people say we'd like to learn a little bit about some of the different companies you work with or just learn about the industry, job opportunities, what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so part of this podcast is going to be talking about our lives, uh, you know, the involvement that we have with other people in the industry mm -hmm. and what cool jobs they have. So I talk a lot, So, I, but I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna hit some questions <laughs> on you. I, I'm a people person, and we've got a cool group of people here, but I want to start out with you. So – Christian, tell me a little bit about what it's like being like the head dog over at Remington when it comes to the marketing department. Oh, head dogs. That's, that's a that's a that's a loaded one right there. Um, <laughs> it, it's lots of fun. I mean, it's um, uh, I mean, I've been there a little over seven years and uh, had a lot of different job roles there, worn a lot of different hats. And I think that's kind of the, the nice thing about Remington. There's uh, since I've been there, there's been a lot of change and, and uh, uh, a lot of different opportunity to uh, meet and interact with different people and, and do different facets of the business, not just marketing, um, but to kind of uh, uh, have that opportunity. It's, Remington's one of those brands where, again, I, before I came to Remington, I was working uh, with outdoor brands uh, as a consultant. And, uh, you know, Remington was one of those brands that I was always, oh, I always wanted to have Remington as a client. I always wanted to do work for Remington, and I could never quite, you know, had a lot of relationships with the folks over at Remington, but never could quite uh, uh, get, get it get it going and stuff. But then when they called me and, and they were, hey, we would, we'd like to hire you, you know, and I, and I was like, well, I'll come out for an interview and see how that goes. Well, six weeks later, I was living in North Carolina and working for Remington. It was like dream come true. So. Um, I couldn't think of a better brand to be, you know, associated with and working with. And uh, the people um, uh, are, are phenomenal. Um, you know, it's nice being in a, you know, as you know, as you are as passionate about what you do, that everybody at Remington is just as passionate about the space. And so being able to uh, 
work with folks like that and you know people have the same background same experiences we all can, can, can relate um, and, and this is a lifestyle for us uh, it's more than just a brand and a job it's uh, it's passion for everybody and what's cool to me is I've got I've got to describe Christian he he looks like your average cowboy you don't take any airs <laughs> well you know when I heard sure oh the marketing you know to be the marketing director I'm like oh boy who's gonna walk in the door you know you never know and it's like you know and you're wearing cowboy boots, jeans, you know what I mean? You, you got an old hunting hat on, old, you know what I mean? And, you know, old Ribbyton. And that's just really cool to me that you're just no different from any other hunter. And if somebody passed you, uh, you know, uh, on this dirt road out here or in the woods, they would never dream that you're working for such a prestigious company that's been the longest running dang near, you know, one of the longest running gun manufacturers in, in the country. I mean, let's, let's talk a little bit about – Remington and the history of Remington because uh, you know a lot more about it than I do but what's cool to me is when I say Remington it's it's an iconic brand and and by iconic you know for me that means everybody pretty much knows what it is like I can say John Deere uh, to you know a group of people that have never been on a tractor or even stepped foot on a farm and most of them know what a John Deere tractor right. is <laughs> they're like oh yeah that's those you know that's those big green tractors and to me Remington is like that. Every my dad's had Remingtons. I've had Remington. You know, people have grown up with Remingtons. So I think the history of that company is amazing. How long has Remington been making firearms? And you know, tell me a little bit. You probably heard those stories and have them yourself about Remington. Yeah, I mean, uh, the company's been around since 1816. So uh, in, in 2016, we celebrated our, our 200th anniversary. So we're we're uh, 203 years now, going to 19 uh, uh, years strong. So, um, again, like I said, I mean, it's uh, over 200 years. Over 200 years of, of making, making firearms. The same product in 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 the United States. I mean, so we're the. I, I don't want to overstep it, but I think we're the longest continuing operating facility making the same product in the United States. That's so, incredible, though. Yeah. You toot the horn. That's what's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that. That's why I wanted to. I wanted people to learn more about Remington as a company. I think that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, one of the, the part, great parts about the, the 200th anniversary, and again, you know, coming to Remington, I knew about, you know, the products and, and uh, the legacies associated with it. But, uh, you know, being in the marketing department and help uh, kind of launch the 200th anniversary uh, back in 2016 was that I just spent a lot of time um, digging through our archives, uh, working with the Remington Society of America. You got a bunch of group, great guys that just know everything about, I mean, a lot of folks don't know that, uh, you know, that Remington, you know, we're very well known for making firearms and ammunition, but, you know, we used to make, you know, typewriters, uh, you know, and uh, bicycles. Uh, I didn't um, know that. Trolley cars. I mean, all sorts of stuff. I mean, it was, you know, back in the day when they, they had this manufacturing plant up in Illion, New York, there in the Mohawk Valley. Um, they they had to diversify, you know. When when things got slow, they they picked up different things and and uh, made yeah, because they made it through things. the depression. Yeah, they had to they had to evolve a little bit and kind of help you know continue to keep the factory going. They had to f- fill it with stuff where that was in demand and um, uh, that whole that whole piece. I mean, it's just when you start digging into the history of it and getting around it. I mean, you, it's hard to wrap your head around, you know. Again, uh, I mean, you talk with people that are super passionate about the brand. And we start talking to these folks from the uh, Remington Society of America, like you have guys that are just like all they care about is Remington typewriters, and they got a huge collection of them. They can talk about all the little deals <laughs> associated with them, or, or Remington sewing machines. Uh, we made a whole bunch, a whole line of uh, sewing machines back in the day, um, and they're very, you know, they're very passionate about the brand, not just from the firearms perspective, but all the intricate details of everything they've done over the, over that 200 plus year history. So it's. 
um, again, it opened up my eyes to it a little bit, and, and uh, it was really cool to kind of try to tell that story, and we spent a lot of time in, in 2016 um, really trying to share that with, uh, you know, through through print and digital and, and our website and uh, at shows and events. We, we brought it all. Everybody wants to see the cool historical firearms and stuff like that uh, that we've made over that 200-year-long period, um, but uh, also trying to highlight some of the other aspects that are, I mean, a lot of people don't really know about. So. That's really cool, I, and I'm one of those. I, I hardly ever watch TV, but... I have seen that show Pickers. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen that? No, sure. Yeah. So now I'm going to watch and see if they come up with a Remington typewriter. <laughs> but that makes me, I, I had no idea. So I'm glad you saved that for, for now to share sure. that with me. Because even the last few days, I all the conversations, they've been about turkey hunting, yeah. about family, <laughs> you know what I mean? About, you know what I mean? Just, you know, the other guys that are here. So that's really cool to me. I had no idea. Typewriters and sewing machines. So now I'm going to have to keep my eye out for one of those. Yeah. So some of the stories you've heard about Remington you know do you guys just get letters as a marketing guy you've got to hear all those crazy stories like people calling up and saying my great great because I mean would that be three greats or four greats my great 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 200 plus years grandpa it sounds great (laughs) (laughs) that's got to be cool for you to hear some of those stories yeah I mean that's one of the great parts about being with the job is that uh, we do interact with the you know the the end user on on a pretty regular basis Um, we we get a fair amount of uh, you know phone calls and and, uh, uh, letters sent into us but uh, I think we get a lot of the more benefits when we're out uh, you know uh, at what we call consumer shows where we get to interact with the end consumer like the NRA annual meetings and we do a lot of other conservation shows we put you know firearms on display but you know uh, you know fathers and sons you know, uh, you know, three three generations of you got grandfather, father, and the son come out of the booth, and they're talking about their 1100, or 1187, or 870, 700, you know, whatever they've got, and um, you know how they've, you know, how they've been passed down, and, and all the um, the great hunting stories they've they've got to share with us, and um, it, it's just great a great opportunity, and again, it, it, that reinforces with me that you know every day that I work for a, a really great company, and that uh, a lot of people take a lot of pride in, in that brand and those products, and. Um, have you know not just the product itself but the experiences they've created with their with their families um, that, that created those bonds those activities of spending time outside enjoying you know enjoying the outdoors and uh, and, and friends and family and stuff like that I, I it, it makes me want to tear up every once in a while so. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome and that's what this that's what was cool like this week you know this turkey hunt was really about shooting some of the Remington B3 you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and and that was designed Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's like a turkey gun. That's your, yeah. the, you know, the V3 Turkey Pro um, is something we just came out with here in 2019, um, and we spent a lot of time. You know, we had some a lot of success with the V3 platform, uh, and and while you can use the standard V3 to to go hunt turkey, um, you know, some people like a really specialized firearm just for that pursuit, um, and so we the uh, the product management team and engineers spent a lot of time looking at that platform and seeing what they could do and which partners we should, you know, get together with to, to kind of build this ultimate, you know, turkey uh, uh, shotgun. And uh, we've been really happy with it. Uh, I think we've seen it this week. Oh Everybody's been gosh. very successful. So <laughs> There's not been one bird that hasn't just dropped. <laughs> and I mean dropped. I was I was, I was was guiding James this morning yep. uh, from, uh, what, Brothers Marketing? Bro- yeah, Brothers and Company, yeah. Yep, Brothers and Company. And, and my gosh, I mean, they work with you guys and, and – and, and he made a heck of a shot. I mean, one shot, and that bird just, bam, he hit the ground. And just, so, talk a little bit about the choke that's on the front of that. Oh yeah, the uh, the we got the True Glow uh, headbanger choke on there, uh, and then we also have a True Glow True Glow uh, red dot optic on it as well. So, again, that's where man, we're, that choke is impressive. 
impressive. Yeah, it performs. Uh, again, I th- it's, you know, it's one of those things about uh, working for Remington is that we, while we're focused on the firearm, there's a lot of great partners out there that are producing a lot of accessories that, that help uh, help us you know, perform better while we're out in the field and stuff. So instead of trying to reinvent the wheel, let's go out and find a really good trusted partner who's got a lot of, you know, they're doing their, their due diligence on, on their own. Um, and then paired up with our products and it just makes us look better and at the same time we get to help support others in the industry as well so i I mean it's i mean when you think about it you know the family aspect of going out and hunting but on the on the business side it's also you know we're all one big family what can we do to you know uh you know know, rise tides and and bring the boats up for everybody so it's, it's been fun and i love that you guys are testing this stuff in the field so here's something that's a pet peeve of mine and i'm just being honest is is people that are in the industry Whatever that industry is, I, I don't care if you're in the baseball industry and you've never played baseball. That bothers me. <laughs> you know, I don't care if you, you know, work at a big truck manufacturer and you don't drive a truck. That's mm-hmm. just bogus to me. I'm sorry. I don't like that. And, and, and you know, I'm sure we've both seen there's, there's even companies in the, in the hunting industry and people in the hunting industry. And, and that bothers me, too, if they're in that industry and they don't partake, you know what I mean, in, in, in yeah. the pursuit. So... This has been cool for me because you're the marketing director, and I know some marketing directors of other companies that aren't avid outdoorsmen, even though they may work in a hunting-related company. Mm-hmm. So I'm not bashing anybody. I'm just putting a plus on the <laughs> fact that I like that you're out here, you know, you're turkey hunting. You brought guys in the industry and guys that work in Remington and gals that work in Remington that are outdoorsmen and hunters. You brought katie with you yeah you know that she works in marketing with you as well right yeah she's my digital marketing manager and she's yeah. tough and she's she's got the little alabama accent she's a little <laughs> cowgirl herself she you know she was game she was like oh we went riding horses the other day but she was like man i'm not i'm not hunting but i'm here having a blast and you know i'm going to be taking some photos and checking out your operation and but i started talking to her and she's a deer hunter she yeah. a turkey hunter. She's a bird hunter. So, you know, you guys also brought David here yeah. that also works in that department. And he's he's a hunter. He's an outdoorsman. You know, he's a shooter. You know what I mean? So right. yeah. I love that. I love that, you know, and the other people that you brought, uh, you got Jim McConnell, right, yeah. who's yeah. a monster of a man. I hate to say <laughs> that because I like, I like to think I'm pretty big at 6'2 and a little over 200 pounds. And most men I look at and I go, you know, it's a guy thing. Be honest, right? Every guy sizes. Everybody does. You probably always looked at me and gone, I can take him. You know what I mean? But I don't know about that one. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people you look at and you go, it's just one of those weird things in the back of your head. Like, oh, all right, you know, if things went crazy and that guy flipped out. I think I could take him. Dude, Jim McConnell is one of those guys you look at and like the whole group of us like, yeah, there's like nine of us, and I don't think we could take you. Yeah, you know, how big you, is that guy? He's got to be at least six four, I would imagine, or six three. I mean, he's and he's, he's a, not yeah, fat. Former Ohio State football player, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a big guy, but man, he's such a sweetheart. And he is a, a nice. That's the only funny, thing that made me think guy. I could take him because I would fight dirty. <laughs> and I would maybe hit him with a brick that or something. That might be the only I'd, way you could get I'd him. I'd tickle him. <laughs> I'd do whatever I needed. But he is a big guy. And, and this week started off, you know, first, you know what I mean, Jim, I've known him in the industry for a while. But, you know, spending yep. some time with him, you know, the guy walked out in a T-shirt. I'm like, come on, man, put those guns away. <laughs> but he went out the very first evening and shot a bird. Was that – I was – I'm still in awe about the whole thing. I you mean, and me just, both. I mean, we're, we we get here, we're just getting settled. We're kind of, you know, this is my first time out to this beautiful, beautiful place you call home. 
um and we're just in shock and awe just uh, just out, out of the whole thing and you're like we're you know we're, oh, we're gonna send a couple people out but then also you're like no 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 everybody needs everybody to get out, everybody <laughs> needs to get out and uh, get on some turkeys and stuff and uh you know, we're all scrambling you know and to, to get everything together and to have jim like first evening out just i mean hit a a a monster of a turkey a three I mean, bearded yeah. miriams and the smallest <laughs> beard i was guessing it and i was like man five and a half inches you know most outfitters guess over i try and be realistic but i'm like man that's got to be five and a half inches on the smallest bird yeah. on the smallest beard ended up that bird not only had three beards the two smallest ones were over six inches the yeah. big one i think was over nine it was giant so i instantly i'm like oh my gosh all right I'm not a huge – there's guys that are turkey freaks. Yep. I wouldn't consider myself a turkey freak. I like shooting them. My whole family enjoys hunting them. You know, Trent shot them with everything, you know, from air rifles. You know, Literally, he shot one, one with a Benjamin air rifle. You know what <laughs> I mean? That doesn't surprise me after meeting your son. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he shot him with a Remington 410. He shot him with 20 gauges. He shot him with – you know, he shot one the other day with that new V3. You know what I mean? With a 12 gauge. And it was awesome. One of the first ones he's ever stepped up to the 12 gauge because Trent's 14 now, but he's kind of small. And once he shot it the first time, he was like, oh, I can handle this. And then smoked a bird that came running into a fan – but Jim McConnell, and he makes most things look small, including turkeys. But he comes in here with this bird, and I freak out. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This thing's huge. So we ended up scoring it for NWTF. And, yep. you know, we did all the measurements and the weight and the whole nine yards. And I think the bird was 20 and a half pounds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of those birds are rutted down, so they're a little smaller, you know, than they normally would be, um, you know, when they're rutting. But, you know, we start doing the – the beard and the spurs and measure everything, everything out. And Ryan, who, who's who been guiding here for years and is an avid turkey guy as well, he's like, my gosh, I, I'm double-checking all these numbers, but if I'm right, based on NWTF and this and that, he's like, this could be the second or third largest turkey taken in the state of Colorado that's been scored with NWTF. And I I'm know. Like, it's amazing. I it's just, ridiculous. Yeah, and I mean, again, not just being the first evening out, but like Jim, I th he, you know, I watched a little video that he took. He was super excited after he after he got the bird down, and uh, you know, I was watching a little video. He's like, "Oh yeah, look at this, two beards." And it wasn't until we got back up here that you're like, "Oh guys, there's three beards in oh, there." Yeah. yeah, and they were like, "I mean, he did. He, I don't think he realized at that time, and I think a lot of us didn't realize what was going on there." Um, and, until you know, until Ryan started measuring everything, and uh, and to watch all the excitement build up on it and on that bird, and and to, and to be a part of it again, as as has been a treat. So oh. And it's your good. bird, I mean, we got yours on video. We're going to air that yeah. on everything Eichler. <laughs> you know, your bird was awesome. You know what I mean? And you were with Eric. And what does is, what is Eric do at Remington? Uh, Eric Swords, he's uh, in charge. Of, he's my uh, press relations manager. So he deals with all, all the riders, that again, folks from like OSG that are out here uh, hunting with us today. So There's um, another super guy you guys brought out. Yeah. I mean, Eric's been a superstar since he came on board and um, very passionate, super knowledgeable, and uh, just a great guy to be around. Um, I, I like I can't. That's one of the, again the again back to working at Remington again. It's one of the best part about it. it's about the people that I work with. I have such a great team. Um, so, you know, everybody is just dialed in, working hard. I, I I always tell my staff that I'm just sort of like I'm not a micromanager. I I, I have to. Have 
put trust in everybody to, to keep this ship going and stuff like that. And that's the great thing about it. Like, I don't have to worry about anything. Well, I got plenty to worry about. But <laughs> I, mean, I don't have to worry about my staff. So, um, But they know exactly what we need to do, uh, how we need to do it every day. And I, I just let them go do their thing and, and everything. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say it's sunshine and rainbows every day. We all we all have our own uh, you know challenges at work and stuff like that. But um, it, I, 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 I'm blessed, uh, truly blessed with the, with the great, uh, great folks I work with. And, and Eric's, we were in the truck, and, uh, man, he went over and hopped on one of my horses, was having a big time, and yeah. he was enjoying hanging out with the fainting goats and, you know, all this <laughs> stuff because you guys killed very first morning of your hunt. And Eric's like, you know, this guy's military. I think he retired yep. from the military. Yeah. And then his, he's a Marine. Know, yeah. Yep, and like a pretty tough Marine, too. Yeah, he, he was uh, – he served quite a few tours and uh, came back. and uh, uh, But, it, uh, yeah, I mean, that – I, I, but what you know. a gentleman. Yeah. I it, mean, you know, he was in my truck, and I'm like, man, what? he's just a genuinely nice guy. So everybody you guys brought out was awesome, really. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, it really was It was a cool group of people. And then we had a couple writers here, which is cool, because those guys, you know, the, the guys you brought, I, I've known them for years. I just, yeah. you know, oh, we're going to bring some writers. I'm like, oh, who are you bringing them? Well, we're bringing Mike Scobie. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Scobie's awesome. He's in charge of – I think all of OSG's titles, yep. you know, whether it's Guns and Ammo or Peterson's Hunting or, you know, Bow Hunter Magazine, he's in charge of a lot of stuff. He's got a wealth of knowledge in the in the hunting industry. Yep. And I took him out, and we did a wilderness area, literally went up public land. He's like, I want to do something hardcore. And I'm like, all right. That you was know, pretty you hardcore. Can, <laughs> you can carry my pack too. <laughs> but we went up, you know, above – you know, you know, into this area in the wilderness area, and we were about nine thousand feet, about as high as I've I've ever guided somebody on a turkey. And uh, he shot a beautiful mountain bird that I called in for him, and it was awesome. So you know, you got him in camp, you got Skip Knowles, and Skip not only is another guy that's a great writer, but you know, he's handling a ton of different mm-hmm. titles for for OSG as well. And another super guy, I've been duck hunting with him before. I've taken him out. Matter of fact, he shot his first scale quail with me. So we had such a great group in camp this week, and it was fun to see those guys, you know, patterning the shotguns. These guys care. Like, these guys yeah. are, are ethical hunters, and they were looking at stuff like, okay, now let's now let's shoot it at 45 yards. Yeah. And, you know, and they, you know, let's see what kind of pattern we're getting, and let's see what the choke's doing. So it was really neat for me to see those guys breaking it down. Right now, in fact, while you and me are on this podcast, the rest of your crew – over at my rifle range, blamming away. Yeah, they're having a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah and they're shooting. So, yeah, I know. We're going to go shoot as soon as we're done. But they're running suppressors. And, you know, I had bought an AAC, you know what I mean? I had bought a suppressor, I think, before you guys even acquired them. It's possible. How, how long ago did you guys get Ooh, it? Ooh, now you're going to say, do you know? It, it's tough because, I mean, uh, when you think of Remington, everybody thinks of the core brand. But, you know, we're technically Remington Outdoor Company. And we've got a, uh, about seven, eight brands underneath that with being Advanced Armament Corporation with the suppressors. Right. Uh, you know, Bushmaster, uh, DPMS, um, uh, Marlin, uh, obviously, is a brand. We, we, we support Barnes Bullets out in, in Mona, Utah. Um, so we've got a, a, a large portfolio of brands that we, we work with. But again, to get back to your question, uh, I want to say I know that it was it was acquired prior to my my arrival in 2012. I want to okay. say like 2010 or something like that. Yeah, man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just after, or just before. But I've I've been running. You know what I mean? My suppressor. Once I got my permit and yeah. all that stupid wait so long, <laughs> blah blah blah. But you know. But it was worth the wait, wasn't it? Oh, it totally yeah, was. Yeah. But the pain is, I mean, look at Europe. I mean, it's it's, it's considered rude to shoot over there without a suppressor, and yeah. here. 
you know, the land of the free, you know what I mean? We've got politicians making crazy rules, whatever. It should be easy to me to get, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a, no, on a tangent I mean, I, there, I, but, you're gonna get you know, to me, Second Amendment, I should be able to have a, you know, whatever the heck I want. Sure. You know, that's the reason that was made. But, um, you know, it, it's really cool to see how many different things you guys have under that Remington brand. And a lot of people don't associate or realize, like you said, Marlin, run through all the different brand names again. So we got Remington, Marlin, Bushmaster, DPMS, uh, Advanced Armament Corp, or right. AAC. Uh, we've got, uh, see here, Storm Lake, Tapco. I'm sure I'm missing Wowza. a couple. Yeah, you guys got a lot of. Barnes Bullets, I'm sorry. Yeah. I Barnes in there. Um, uh, very uh, great. I love Barnes. So <laughs> I don't know why I want to, I don't know why I keep on forgetting every once in a while, but, but how, yeah. How many people, uh, and uh, I guess I started to get a feel. I knew Remington was huge. And, you know, like I said, I, I did not know it was, it was that long. I mean, I, I knew it was like Remington has been around forever, but when you went, you know, 200 plus, I'm like, wow, that's a long time. Yeah. How many people work at Remington? And I, and I say Remington, of course, to include all those different you know, right, what I mean, brands facilities, you just mentioned. Yeah. But how many people approximately? Approximately, we got about 23, 2,400 employees currently. Yeah. <laughs> that is huge. Yeah. I mean, we got five or six facilities you know, spread out across the country. And we got some, you know, uh, obviously the, the founding company uh, up in Ilian, New York, like I mentioned earlier. And, and we've got a, the uh, ammunition manufacturer down in uh, Lone Oak, Arkansas. And then uh, we've got a plant down in Huntsville, Alabama now, and the Barnes facility out in Mona, Utah. And, um, but uh, and we got a you know, stock stuff up in up in Kentucky where we do some of our stocks, uh, wood stocks and stuff like that. So, um yeah, it's uh, a lot of people. Uh, I wish I said I could say I knew know all of these folks, but uh, oh, um, it's impossible. No, it, yeah, 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 it's like it, me knowing everybody in town. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But that's, but that is really, that's really cool. That that you know, here's a, basically, a, you know, a gun manufacturer that that's supporting that many. And I tend to look at things, you know, smaller scale sometimes. Like, yep, Remington's huge, but man, look at how many, look at how many families that supports. Look at how many, you know, you know. Uh, kids and you know to be are getting benefits from somebody working at a remington owned or remington you know itself that's really cool to me you know what i mean there's a lot of people that rely on remington for their job for their car payment for their house payment for putting food on the table you know for donating to their church you know what i mean or whatever they're doing or whatever they're into that's really cool to me and i love that the hunting industry as a whole supports a lot of different people you know doing what we do which is you know it's it's all and doing what we love to do and yeah. that's really cool but i want to talk about a couple things and i don't want to delve into it too deeply but you know over 200 plus years remington's had some challenges i know neither yeah. you and me have been around 200 plus years but i imagine yeah. getting through the depression um having to make bicycles or you know I, i'm sure they probably didn't go start as a gun company and go hey man this is super exciting. We're having a blast making guns. Now let's make a typewriter. It was probably like, we probably better make a typewriter to keep going. Right. I don't know that, yeah. but I'm guessing <laughs> that may have been something that came about, you know, in the depression, you know, I know a lot of people lost businesses, but like any business, um, you guys have had some challenges. Yeah, we have. Um, yep. And, you know, sometimes I get asked about those. A lot of people know, Hey, you know, Fred, I know you work with Remington. You've shot Remington for a while. Um, I want to talk about those. So one, Bankruptcy. Talk to me a little bit. Uh, a lot of people know that you know Remington went through a bankruptcy, but it hasn't changed anything. Like when I first heard about it, I was like, "Uh oh, how's that going to affect this?" You know what I mean? This this awesome gun company. But it, you know, in kind of what I've seen, that was years ago, 
And it hasn't really changed anything, has it? Or I mean, it was. Uh, when did that was, happen? Uh, spring of last year, spring of eighteen. Okay, it wasn't um, that long. Yeah, I mean, we were we were only in bankruptcy for six weeks. Oh, I mean, okay. Um, I would like to say that we we were we weren't necessarily seeing ourselves going that direction. I mean, we had some we had some challenges. We needed to restructure, um, you know, and and we took the steps needed to, and then we planned for it. So that's why we were only in bankruptcy for six weeks. Uh, changed ownership uh, uh, on that on that side, and, um, and and funny enough, during that entire period, like nothing stopped. Yeah. So you guys, guns were still kicking we, out. People were still being employed. People, guns and, and ammunition were still being made. Uh, we were doing showing up to work, doing everything we were supposed to be doing. And and it was just sort of, uh, you know, the, the finance folks were, were doing yeah. their thing and, and, and making sure we were getting all square again. And New products were still getting designed. So exactly nothing right. changed yeah. on that I mean, side because I, I had heard of that. And then I kept seeing new stuff coming out. And I'm like, what's, what's going on there? So nothing's really – it hasn't really affected the company. Correct. I mean, from day-to-day operations. Cool. It didn't do a whole lot. I mean, it, I mean, it was – restructuring some debt and uh, uh and again taking on you know taking one ownership group and then bringing in another one uh i mean uh, i'm sure for for some folks that might mean something for 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 the rest of us that are working in the in the in the buildings and, and on the factory on the lines on a day-to-day basis like nothing you know nothing stopped so, so there's no concern about remington shutting down you guys are going to be still making we're going to be around another... for another 200 years perfect uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no 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 I, it's a question i wanted to ask because yeah, i don't I i'm you. not going to skate around anything i'm going to ask you straight up you know oh, what i mean well, like i said when we're out with consumers we hear the same things you know again, oh yeah uh, i've had people ask me and I, yep. I you know i think i read about it i don't know whether it was outdoor wire it seemed like a long you know seemed like a longer longer ago than a year or so but and i didn't know it was only six weeks but from from what i was seeing it was like nothing changed really i'm still seeing remington ads i'm still seeing new products coming out so i was curious and of course you know what i mean working with you guys it was like hmm i wonder if that's going to affect anything so it hasn't really um the other question i had for you and it's a question that i get asked a lot um is you guys had an issue you know with some safeties um and that was approximately i don't even know that was a long time ago you guys put out a recall like i get them on my trucks but it's obviously just like with a vehicle it was a pretty serious deal so you guys how did you guys handle that and you know what what was the issue there yeah i mean we want again again as any steward would of a, of a product we want it to be safe and, and and again occasionally there are things that during the manufacturing a lot of people don't realize i mean we're not hand fitting everything i mean guns are being assembled but you know uh, this is a production environment where we're, we're on, a, on a large scale making making these products and stuff and and then while we do have quality controls in there to make sure that things you know go the way they're supposed to there are times where things, you know, through all the best efforts we can put in there, that, that, that something happens and stuff. So, I mean, the the recall with the Xmark Pro trigger was, uh, 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 you know, unfortunate. But again, we understand what we need to do. Um, you know, we spent a lot of time. Again, this is probably when that happened was probably another seven, eight years ago when it started off. And and uh, you know, um, uh, and for the most part, we've we've serviced everybody that that has a product. We made we made the correction that would need to be made almost immediately once we realized what was going on. Um, and so everything going forward was fine. Uh, I would like to say that again, we 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 did set up a, a website for folks to go in and um, you plug your serial number into it. It's off the main Remington.com uh, website. You can check your serial number to see if you're in that range where where your product would have. Uh, uh, or it has the, a possibility of yep. and and we I'd encourage people to uh, either send the gun in to us to have it made uh, made 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 the correction, um, or you one of our uh, authorized uh, service centers, um, depending where you are. I mean, all you got to do is 
uh, go on the website, you plug your serial number in, figure out where it's, where, if it's in the recall or not. Uh, if it is, again, you know, somebody from our customer service will reach out, they'll send out a box and then and get it out to, to wherever it needs to go to get the repair. It's actually pretty quick and, and easy and then they'll send your firearm right back to you and you'll be off to the races. Nice. Yeah. So that was drag. It's fixed now. Mm-hmm. And you're encouraging everybody, and I think that's a great idea. Is you know what I mean? If you want to double check, do you know how long ago or what range? Do you know what range of years? So like, if somebody if somebody's listening to this, they may go because I've got 870s, I've got rifles, I got 700 actions, I've got all kinds of stuff. Right. I don't want everybody to start going, oh my gosh, I got to check. Was there a range of years in there that people, you know, hey, if you bought this gun or you know this particular model or this range of years could you give some people some direction on that i i don't know the specific range i know that okay. it wasn't uh, it was like a, a i want to say like a three or four year period in there it's on the website if you go in there it will tell okay you so they can go yeah. on there and look yeah. at that instead of you know to be going through and checking everything yeah but you're testing me here because i mean at the time this was a, obviously a big deal for us and we were doing a lot of promotion to make sure people were aware that the recall was was happening so we could get it corrected but um you know We've taken care of a majority of it so far, and, and we get a few that trickle in here every once in a while, so it's not the top of my head as, as right. much as it was back in the day. Gotcha. Well, you know, any of that stuff can happen. I've had other manufactured guns, too. You know, bottom line is I think you just got to be careful with a firearm at all times right. and always treat it like it's loaded. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Treat 100%. Respect the, the treat with respect. And I don't, I mean, I don't trust anything. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is. It's like... I'm glad I have an emergency brake on my truck. So, yeah. you know, there's things you want to cross-reference. So, good. So, that's I appreciate you. Sorry to hit you with those. I just wanted to know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I did. I, the two I most mean, common questions I get. Yeah, so. perfect. I, I think it's interesting. I People ask me a lot, and I think it's good, good for people to get the answers from yeah. you, you know, on those two subjects. So, going back to Remington as a company, there's a lot of people like you and me. Mm-hmm. How did you get into – Wanting to work in the outdoor space, I, I, I've got to assume that came about because you were an outdoorsman already and went, that's got to be the coolest job in the world. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, when you when you <laughs> when you uh, you when you finally grow up and you have to get a job and, and <laughs> uh, get, get done with school and, and uh, you got to go, you know, do what you need to do. Uh, you know, I was I was doing consulting work for a uh, market research company and uh, um, was, uh, I was out in Portland, Oregon at the time. And again, it's you know, fishing, hunting, skiing, I mean, any camping, that's, that's, that's in my DNA, man. And it's just how I've been raised. And, um, uh, it, uh, you know, I was working for a company that was very much centered on the, the high tech sector. They were doing a lot of work for, you know, some pretty big names on the, on the, on the, on the, I don't know if I'm going to name them now, but <laughs> anyway, I, but I just go to work every day and I could do the work, but I was, there was no passion in it. It was just sort of like, man, this is super boring. And I eventually convinced my boss at the time. I was like, Hey, let me, let me approach some of these other companies like manufacturing and outdoor companies. And, and he was like, well, if you think it will work out, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and do it. So he, Went out and, and uh, you know, started doing some work for uh, my first outdoor client I got was uh, with um, with Crimson Trace back okay. in the day. And yep, stuff. I know those and, guys. And then I ended up doing a little bit of work for Smith & Wesson, and we did some other work for some other brands. That, uh, you know, being out in Portland, Oregon, we got a lot of knife companies out there um, and whatnot. So, and that kind of spun up, and then I got did some work for the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and then that kind of just bled into my – Great organization, by yeah, the way, that yeah. helps protect what we're doing. Yeah, they spend a lot of time, and they're, they're very supportive of the industry and, and everybody involved in it and stuff. So um, – and uh, so I did some work for them, and then all of a sudden, like, just one day I got a phone call from out of the blue from somebody from Remington, and I was like, 
How would you track me down? <laughs> oh, so you hadn't even put in a resume? Then. No, no. They uh, again, I, again, I was doing a lot of uh, market research at the time, and so they were looking for somebody with that skill set. And I was like, again, I was like, man, I, here I was trying to do work for those types of manufacturers. And then, like I said, I told you earlier that again, Remington has always been like the the pinnacle brand in my mind. Oh, I always wanted to do some you know, consulting work for Remington, and I could never quite crack the nut on that one. And and then uh, all of a sudden, they came, you know, they called up, and I was like. I I don't can't see a reason why I wouldn't want to do this. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, it it it's been a great uh, again. It's it's like I said, it's come with us challenges. Um, we've had a lot of change uh, over over the years that I've worked there, but at the same time, like uh, I I can't think of a better place I'd want to go to on a daily basis. Like I said, it's a uh, like I said, every every business has its challenges, and and you know some days are better than others. But at the end of the day, uh, being surrounded by people that are just like me that have the same passions and 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 enthusiasm on a daily basis makes it all worth worthwhile and so it you know some days it feels like work and other days it doesn't feel like work at all which <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes yeah like this fun. week right we're out hunting yeah i was gonna say yeah, yeah, let me just you're, it. <laughs> you're playing with products that's what's so you gotta love that like, yeah uh, well and it's funny to me how people uh people buy what they're confident in like i had a young lady i think i told you about it yeah. jill you know what i mean she was from indiana her and her husband and their son came out and and before we went turkey hunting uh, one of the guys, Ryan, was like, and and I'm really glad he's that way, but he was like, you know, all right, let's have everybody pattern their shotgun. So, you know, he, he had her shoot, and she was off. And I'm like, ooh, I was going to be guiding her, so I'm really glad he had her checking. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know what's going on. My gun's off. So I grabbed my V3, and I'm like, hey, why don't you use my shotgun? She went out and shot and killed a beautiful bird. And this is the way things work, and I thought it was really cool because she shoots her bird, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I love that shotgun. And she went out on the way home and bought it. Like, while they were driving back to the end, she's like, I'm going to go buy Cabela's. I'm going to go buy – I'm going to go buy uh, the same exact gun, Fred, that you let me use because she shot a beautiful bird with it with me in the snow. And actually, we're going to have that on Everything Eichler as well. If people are watching TV show, if you see a young lady shoot a bird freezing, freezing her butt off with me, um, that, was, that was her. So can we talk a little bit about new stuff? Can sure. we talk a little bit about, like, you know, you guys are out here um, with a kind of a special rifle, right? Yeah, we've got a few of them out I'm not there. letting the cat out of the bag. No, you know, no, i got to tell people, though, <laughs> I'm bad about this. I I, I gave it a real rough. I'm like, listen, man, I'm just going to ask a little bit about Rivington's history. I'm going to ask a little bit about this. You know, I may ask you about some of the, you know, some of the, you know, the bankruptcy stuff. But there's a ton of these questions just like. I'm putting you in a bind here because I didn't say anything about new products. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but you guys have something really cool. Can we talk about that? Sure. I mean, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but you yeah, know, no. let's let's talk about some of the cool new stuff you guys have coming out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we were talking about the, the V3 Turkey Pro. Um, that was a big a big push for us. We have a kind of a same line in that product on the waterfowl side. We have a V3 Waterfowl Pro that's uh, going to be um, it's already out, uh, but it will be more prevalent as we head into into the season. So um, uh, compare that to a Versamax for me. Um, the, the the difference here is again, one's going to be able to take up the three and a half inch shells. And this is our three inch gun. Right. Um, so. If you're if you're not shooting three and a halves, then again, I, I, I don't shoot a whole lot of three and a halves. Although I, I do own a Versamax, and it's a great running gun. It's on the same platform, so it's still using our, our piston-driven ga um, gas system. Um, you know, you shoot 12 gauge, it feels like a 20 gauge in the recoil. It's it's a really interesting design uh, that works really well. Um, and then all they were trying to do is like, well, there's a lot of people don't need. There's a little extra weight involved with it with the Versamax, um, simply because of its uh, shooting three and a half inch rounds. Um, but um, uh, the V3 is a little bit lighter. It just, it points really, really well. And, and then they've uh, 
they've done some cool stuff with it and doing this waterfowl pro that they've they've come out with you know some they got some uh, bronze cerakote on it we got it in three different patterns uh, some real trees some some mossy oak depending on what your what your fancy is i know everybody likes it in the waterfowl yeah, side yeah. they want to match their some outfits, of those guys so. are freaks right <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh we're worse we're, we're worse than women on a runway model I'm, you know runway models i'm telling you it's horrible guys are just as bad yeah don't ever i, I never give anybody a hard time because guys are yeah, head to toe. Yeah. And I, I love I, – I do like the V3 a lot, but I will tell you that I went out and spent a lot of money because my whole family hunts, and we actually bought – I know everybody's going, man, Fred probably gets everything for free. <laughs> and and don't get me wrong, there are some definite perks of doing what I do. But when I went out to buy my whole family shotguns for, for waterfowl, because I'm like, you know what, everybody for Christmas, we were really getting into – you know what I mean, we, we, we got – a ton of birds coming in. I'm like, you know what? Everybody needs a new gun. We had mismatched stuff. I actually went out and bought, yes, if anybody's listening, I paid for them, but Versamaxes for my whole family. And that's what that's what we've been running for a long time. So, you know, I was like, this is what we're going to get. We're going to get these, you know, from the research we had done, plus for me being able to throw in that three and a half, you know what I mean? Having that option yep. uh, was a really nice option. And we ran the heck out of them. And I did learn that it is important to clean them once in a while. Um, you, know, you, you can't you can't just shoot the three and a half forever without yeah. cleaning them. Yeah. Um, but we've had great luck with them, and the boys boys still shoot the heck out of them. And that's a that was a that was a great gun. So I don't know if I'm going to be trading that one in for the V3 just yet. Now for turkeys, yes. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see how that works out on the waterfowl side because I, I I'm still impressed with my Versamax. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's a great platform. Again, it's funny that you bring up the whole thing about cleaning because I have my story of it is I I have a Versamax and. I don't ever clean it. So, um, I mean, it, the, it, because it's regulating, it's, it, I always, I bought into the whole, it, it's self-cleaning. And, and, and it does. And it does. And, and, and but, the, but sand and water, and I, I'm pretty rough on stuff. Yeah. And we shoot round after round after round. And, and literally, it was like, okay, it's probably time to clean them. Yep. You know, when they're. Well, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll probably give it like a wipe down with a oh, yeah. rem wipe or something like that. And I shoot <laughs> a little bit on, you know, a little oil on the action every once in a while. But I've yet to have anything fail on me. And I do a lot of dove hunting out in North Carolina. So we're, we're shooting quite a bit and with it. And, uh, again, I, I shoot clays with it uh, with my son. And, and uh, um, I haven't had any problems with it. So I just like, well, I'm not going to mess with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that it sounds bro- horrible from a guy from no, a firearms manufacturer. Great. Like, never cleans his guns. I, I clean my guns, just that one in particular. I just tend to. I'm curious to see how long it's going to take before yeah. it finally have to break it down and, and uh, clean I, everything up. I can, without hesitation, say that we went probably a couple thousand. Yeah. Honestly, you know what I mean? If you counted, because we grab them for trap, too. We mm-hmm. shoot, as you've seen, yeah, oh yeah. the boys and me. You know, So we're, we're rolling from trap to dove to duck to goose and, and, and rolling all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, Trent was all about last night. Even oh, my gosh. As soon as he got here, he was rolling that thing out there. He and Absolutely loves yeah. it. Can we talk about the rifle? Yeah. Uh, we the got NRA? F- yeah. You got the I'm not letting – Okay. No, we just, yeah, last when? week we were at the annual meetings and released it there. We've released got, it last week? Okay, yeah, that's good right, deal. Yeah, so. We were taking some pictures, and I'm like, I yeah. hope I can say that, because yeah. otherwise they would have just told me, um, Julie would have said, all right, we're going to just erase this part off the podcast, Fred, <laughs> because he, I like to run him straight through. No, we're going to cut this but off. Yeah, you cannot say that. <laughs> no. So uh, talk about that rifle a yeah. little bit. It's the uh, it's a collaboration between uh, the Remington uh, product manager and engineers and the uh, chief editor over at American Hunter Magazine with the NRA, um, Scott Olmsted. Uh, Who I guided on an elk 
by the way. That's right. And I we'll know be back Scott. here this fall uh, yeah. for Antelope with him as yeah, well. Yeah, Scott's so. a good guy. Where I should be using that gun. And, so. and I, I, he's not one to, to start talking about guns with. That guy knows it. Yes, I mean, he does. I see why NRA has him. He is a wealth of knowledge. Yep. But so. talk a little bit about that rifle. Yeah, I mean, it's based on 700 action. Um, right now, it's a uh, it's got a Bell and Carlson stock. Um, we got some fluting. We got it threaded, uh, so you can use it with a suppressor. Um, it's, just, it's only it's a limited edition gun that we're doing for them. It was something that we. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, I didn't know. So it's limited edition, like how many? Well, we don't have a number on it right now. So. Well, come on, man. Well, I mean, right now, I think. Is we're that just for the part you can't tell me? Do you really know? <laughs> If what? you if you won't tell me, just tell me. I know, Fred, but you're not going to ever know. I know the number, Fred. I knew it. And I'm going to tell you. Oh. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's – it's uh, right now we're slated to make only about 1,500 of these guns. No um, kidding? It has a special serial number just for this particular rifle. Um, it's engraved with the American Hunter logo on the bottom of it. Um, it's only chambered in 6.5 Creedmoor, which seems to be a very popular cartridge right at the moment. Yes, it is. Um, and uh, uh, so we're uh, – we've got a lot of really great response from the from the gun. Uh, we spend a lot of time – It's we've, we're in the process of a, um, a refresh of the Model 700 line in, in general and looking at the platform platform and seeing what we can do to 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 bring it up to you know the 21st century uh, for the most part so um uh, hey did i mention that i paid cash for all my versamaxes you so did. if you guys yeah. want to give me one of those I, I i think i know a guy do you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that is so cool so it's limited edition yep. we're uh, gun shops working does a guy have to put an order so let's say somebody's interested sure. in getting one of these limited edition remington nra what what's what are you calling it Tay? i call it Remi yeah, remington model nra is that right uh, model 700 which is uh, the most American popular Hunter. action yep. i've got a yeah. i've got a custom gray bull with the remington 700 on yeah. a 264 that is awesome yeah. so that remington 700 pops up all over that action does what are you calling the gun technically give me the it's the Model 700 American Hunter. Okay, Model 700 American Hunter. So now I got the nomenclature correct. Yeah. Um, and if I want to, that was my big word of the day, by the way. Nomenclature. Um, yeah. Did I use it correctly? Check mark. Okay, good. Sometimes, yeah. people, sometimes <laughs> I use big words and they're like, no, 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 Fred, you shouldn't have probably used that because um, you used it all wrong. But so, again, going back to getting one. Yeah. Uh, how soon are these going to go? Do you have an approximate price? Can I? Can you give me a price? You, Ooh, now you're testing me. I want to say we're. I'm going to yell. Do you know? Is Eric? One one. Oh, okay. Eric's here. here. We go. I think MSRP is eleven forty nine. So you're probably going to see it at retail, probably like around you know a thousand bucks or something like that. Nice. So, so limited edition. I'm guessing that's probably going to jump value like anybody else that does a limited edition anything. Yeah. All right. So can I buy one now? They uh, are. Uh, they're currently available. They, um, they became available right at the NRA. Um, one of the deals we've had uh, over the years is that again, there's been always, and we're not we're not the only ones that's been guilty of it. Is firearms and manufacturers. Oh yeah. When you guys release something, then you can't get it. Exactly. That's so, everybody. It drives uh, that, me crazy. We're really trying to make sure that we've got product uh, uh, in the market, or at least on the cusp of being in the market before we announce a, uh, a new Trucks line. Trucks do that so, too. Uh -huh. Yeah, I know. And uh, but with this particular gun, when we launched it at the annual meetings last week um you know if you go to, we have a special page um on the product uh, section of the remington.com and then we actually have a specific dealer locator for this product so uh, we know exactly which uh independent dealers are, are carrying this gun and then so you can look into it uh, look at the, the the file of dealers who have put in orders and are getting those guns shipped to them and so you know which is separate from our normal dealer locator for uh, our farms on the main site we wanted to make sure that when because it's a limited well, edition if you're doing less than two thousand there's the 
ton of dealers that are never going to see this thing, right? It, it's possible. I mean, we, we wanted this to be something that we wanted to support the independent dealer, the mom and pop shops around right. the country that, you know, the you know, 5,500 plus of them are out there, probably more than that. Now, so you wanted it to but, be special, but if everyone orders one, they're going to each get one. Well, that's awesome. That's kind of a cool idea. So, I mean, not every dealer, you know, in in the nation is ordering it. uh, But like I said, we we knew that there are challenges when we have a limited edition gun trying to get accessible to it. So we we try to narrow it down. So we know exactly who ordered it, where we're shipping them right currently. And then people should be able to find them. No problem. How long is the barrel? Ooh, 20, I'm putting you in a spot there. 24 inches. There we go. I'm looking at my guy. Yeah, 24 inches. I should know this. 22 20. Okay, and what's your what's your what's your twist rate on it? Do we need to? You got you got a one you and eight, one and ten, one yeah, and eight, one and eight. Okay, nice, <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm just trying to get some details on. It. I think that's really cool. You're really putting me. To, I'm sorry. You, you think you're talking to the marketing guy? I should know all. This I know. Stuff, so. No, you're doing great though. I'm impressed. I, I love it. Nobody else sometimes you know like oh man, Fred's gonna put me on the spot, but man, it's been absolutely awesome. I and I feel bad because I usually try and make these short, relatively short. Yeah. Um, but man, we've been We've been talking for a while now, just under an hour, and man, I'm having a blast. So I really, it's I really been real easy. I can keep on doing this for another hour. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it's when you're talking about something you're passionate about, yeah. and so let's say, let me. I, I want to close with a couple things. One, sure. I get a lot of calls. What's cool is like, you know, I had the 870, 410 for you know my mother-in-law, who I actually love. A lot of people are like mother-in-laws. Urgh. Mine's a hunter. She killed an antelope with a bow and arrow at 75, and she's still turkey hunting at 89. I saw that on your uh, your social feed, and I was I, I can't think of anything cooler. Is it's that been, the yeah. neatest thing ever? Yeah. So, man, she's just such a cool lady. So I was like, man, she's got to stay out there turkey hunting. And, and it really gave her the passion to keep getting out. Like, she had a stroke, which was horrible. You yeah. know, all families go through through that. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, we had talked about it, and I had some friends go, you know what, Fred? You know, you share all the cool stuff, and when you're dropping calves, when you're branding, when you're doing this, and, you know, when your hunters are successful, you know, you know, I think you should share that. You know, it's a rough story, and it was a little bit of a tragedy in our family mm-hmm. um, because, you know, here was a vibrant, and I say young, but because that's the way she, she always appeared to me, um, a vibrant 89-year-old woman that I'm telling you, if I blindfolded you and said, shake this woman's hand, you would be like, mm, and I said, guess how old she is. I promise you, you'd go, 40 and she works out like <laughs> she's that strong of an 89 year old woman. But turkey hunting has always been one of her passions. And that's so cool to me. But literally when she had the stroke, it kind of messed up her left side and, you know, very little mobility in that side. But one of the things that's helped her through therapy was getting back out turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, I'm trying not to get choked up right now. But, you know, literally she was like, Fred, you, you got to get me turkey hunting, you know, out this spring. And I'm like, Barbara. You know, I, 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 I'm going to do it. I don't care if I have to carry the wheelchair on my back. I might have to bring Jim McConnell out here. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, I'll get the wheelchair. So, you know, literally we have, you know, a van that's equipped for somebody that's handicapped. We have a, you know, she she can't really stand yet, but she was going to go turkey hunting. So, man, I took her out there. and You know, we set up a blind, and, and she's been twice with me. She had so much fun. I let her shoot the, you know, that 870 and the little 410 pump, and – Put a I put a Delta Point Pro on their red dot four so she could pick it up easy, but she had a blast and we did not shoot a turkey, but it didn't matter. She was in the field, she had a gun in her hand. Oh, I'm gonna get choked up. But it was really cool. She was doing what she was. Yeah, thank she you. Saved me there, buddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but uh, 
I'm a softie when it comes to that stuff. But she's a super cool lady, and that was a really neat thing, you know what I mean, for me to be like, man, that's so awesome. But guns, and, and, and I say guns, but hunting, you know, fishing, it brings families together. You know what yep. I mean? And, and, you know, outdoor pursuits in a lot of ways. So let's say somebody's listening to this podcast and goes, man, I want to get a job at Remington. You know what I mean? I, uh, you know, I think that would be a neat pursuit. And with as many people working there, that's a pretty decent chance. You know, somebody's got a goal and wants sure. to work in Remington. They've got a pretty fair shake at it, I would say. Um, what would they What would they go into? Uh, what would they look into? So I, I say that because I went to the Trinidad Gunsmithing School, and they, they helped me out a bunch with this, you know, with this gun. They actually, I put a picketing rail on there so I could mount that, you know what I mean, that Delta Point. And I was like, all right, I've got this thing all rigged up. And these, I met so many kids at this cool and i say kids gosh i'm getting old um you know 18 to 40 year old right. but that were at the you know trinidad gunsmithing school one of the best ones in the country yeah. and they're like we're all going to try and get jobs in the industry or start our own gun shops but if some of them wanted or somebody else was listening where do you go to get a job at remington well you go to our careers page at remington.com okay uh, that's typically where most of our stuff is is posted but again i'd also encourage folks again we're we're out at, at different shows and events throughout the country i mean we go we do 100 plus uh shows a year um running and uh, highlighting product and whether it's with the you know production firearms or our custom shop or whatever you know you mentioned gunsmithing i mean we, we get uh, when we got shows we get a lot of kids that coming out of that you know school that are that yeah, are, are eager looking school. so we get resumes handed to us and we and we're, we make sure that the those, those get uh, passed along to the right people. So again, I, again, if you really want to go at it and just you know, instead of doing the passive, hey, let's just look at what's on the website, what's available. A lot of times, you know, uh, things pop up simply out of out of. I mean, look how I came to came to be at Remington. It was right, you know, shot in the dark. I mean, it it it, it, just, it wasn't that I went looking for it again. It, it, it uh, nothing, not not everything falls in your lap the way it did, it did for me. But uh, right. uh, but again, I think with. Uh, with people who are like ourselves that have passion for the space and, and for the, and the pursuit that we're, we're involved in that, uh, uh, you know, come out and talk to us. I mean, we're, we're happy to try and connect people with the, with the right people inside the company to, to uh, get resumes and, and people in front of uh, other, it just depends on what you're, what you want to do. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, we, marketing we or sales or, exactly or manufacturing, right. manufacturing or anything. Yeah. yeah. You guys have a lot of people there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And what's cool to me is even the way I came, uh, you know, about working with Remington and, uh, you know, I think, one of the guys, Mark, that was also, you know what I mean, at one yeah. time in the marketing department, he knew I had a lot of Remingtons. You know what I mean? And I've got a lot of guns, like all, you know what I mean, all sure, hunters like, and shooters. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got, you know, you, you name the manufacturer, I probably have it, you know what I mean, because I just, I'm a I'm an avid gun guy. I like them. Yeah. But I think he knew, like, man, I, you know, I'd post pictures like, man, look at this. We crushed a bunch of ducks or geese or, you know what I mean, or doves. And he knew I was using the products, buying the products, you know what I mean? So I was a genuine Remington user. You know, I wasn't one of those guys that was like, hey, uh, Remington, would you would you work with me? And then I'll start shooting your stuff. I had bought, you know what I mean, spent my money on Remington products. So literally, I got a call and it was like, hey, you know, how would you like to work with us? We can, you know, talk about some of the new products and you can test some of the stuff. And, you know, we'd like you to kind of in a way and, and maybe probably not the best, but be kind of a spokesman, you know what I mean, for some of the products and learn about what we have and introduce other people to it. And it was a natural progression for me because 
I already had a bunch of stuff. Sure. Yeah. That's why if you guys want to give me this new NRA American Hunter, you know, Remington thing you got going on with a 6.5, I'd be happy to get one. Like I said, <laughs> I, I know a guy. Yeah. I love it. See how I'm trying to work myself into that? That is such a shameless thing to ask. Well, I think you bring up a good point because, you know, from a marketing side, when we're looking to partner with people, and, and, and I'm not really interested in doing a hard hard sales pitch on there. Nobody wants to. I mean, we're here talking, and even folks when you listen to your podcast, they don't want to listen to me drone on about, you know, here, you got to buy this. Yeah. this type of product but again you know uh when we look at folks that are out in the out in the space we want people who are authentic who are representing the lifestyle and and the passions for the for the pursuits that they're they're interested in and and we have a lot of products that align with that and you know again there's a lot of great brands out there i mean remington's a great brand but there are a lot of other great i mean i i own uh, yeah i own other brands in my gun safe too so i mean i have appreciation for everybody (laughs) well i can't speak too loud but at the same time but uh i mean uh you know it's the same way with you know how we're partnered with you and and we we love the everything Eichler. It, it, I mean, the family, the outdoors, the lifestyle. I mean, it's 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 the whole package, and we're so we're so blessed and and uh, uh, proud to be working with you. And and uh, it's again be coming out here for my first time when you finally see see all this magic out here. That it's it's super unique and 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 very special. Well, so, thank you, man. It is it's, it's beautiful. We're always proud to we're proud to share it with people, and that's what's really fun yeah, is is cool. the good people that you brought out it's fun you know what yeah. i mean you make friends and you know what i mean that carries on and on and on so yeah. i love it and listen thank you so much for sitting down and talking to me and i hope you know people that listen to this get a little bit of a sense for the for the company itself like i said whether it was you know you or david or katie or eric or some of the people that you brought out or you know jim that's here mike you know what i mean all oh, the skip you know so we we have some you know james you yeah. know with with yeah. uh you know brothers everybody that was out this week it's just been a fun group you know, there wasn't a bad apple, and I've had some camps with a bad apple. <laughs> I would probably be the bad apple imagine. in this week's camp, but, <laughs> you know, there was there was, no, it was a bad apple. It was all fun. Everybody was super easy to get along with, and, and your whole crew was awesome. But I do appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me, share some information about Remington, talk a little bit about your job because it's pretty cool. Like every job, don't get me wrong, you know, three hours of sleep guiding. People are like, guiding is the coolest job in the world. And I'm like, mm, it's tough sometimes. Just like your job, yeah. They Some all days think, are great. Yeah, they think we're all out here doing exactly what we've been doing this weekend. I can tell you, this doesn't happen all that often for me. So uh, these are very unique experiences, and and I treasure every each time I get a chance to go out. And like I said, uh, I haven't been out hunting with with Mike or uh, or, or Skip or, or or Jim. I I do a lot more fishing with Jim than I do do hunting and stuff like that. So, but uh, um, but it's great to again meet new people, build new relationships, and and that's really what it's all about. So thank you again for for having us out here, and I'm, I'm happy to do this anytime well i appreciate it if you want to see some of these guys on uh, everything eichler check out the tv show because uh, we caught a lot of the action and bears we were running into and all kinds of cool stuff uh, but we'll be playing that on an episode and thanks again thank you